True or false, Chuck? Yes. yes. Oh, you and Jess Harnell co-founded a mashup band sensation. This would be a true. Called Rock Sugar. Yes. Okay. So normally the boys are sparkly and plugged in. And, but tonight we unplugged them and they're going to do a little teaser for you. So let's bring out the boys. Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to Feel Buzz Weekly. Weekly. And now, prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacey J. Aswan. Jess Hardell. Welcome to the stage. A talented voice actor in his own right and bass player of Rock Sugar, Mickey Caputo. Voice acting rock star. They couldn't hear you over the crowd, Stacy. Mickey Caputo. Oh, yeah, I always do my hair. I got to go out camera ready, baby. I knew you were going to be here. Whoops. Mickey Caputo, bass player, voice actor. <laughs> the brother I got to choose, who likes accessories as much as I do. I like more accessories more than Claire of Claire's Boutique. Who are we kidding, man? Hey, now, how many people, do you guys know what Rock Sugar is? Do you know what it is? Yeah! That's so awesome. Basically, me and Chuck were on a beach in Turks and Caicos years ago, and I said, you know what would be cool? It'd be great if an 80s hair metal band got stranded on a desert island in 1989, had nothing to listen to but pop records from the 80s, got rescued in 2009, and thought pop was metal. So that's how it became Rock Sugar. So. And we've gotten to open up for like Aerosmith and ACDC, and it's the weirdest thing in the world to have like Steve Tyler looking at you from the side of the stage going, yeah! And you're like, this is so crazy. So can we expect any new music in the future? Ah, we're like two thirds of the way new with a, a new album, you guys. How crazy is that? Yeah, and you know we got sued for the first one. Did you know that? Yeah, because this one dude, I'm not going to say who he is, but it rhymes with Reeve Terry. He, uh... <laughs> He heard our record and he thought it was him singing, so he sued us. So we can't sell our record anymore online. But if you buy one at a gig for 20 bucks, you can sell it on Amazon for $450. Which is basically what I'm going to do when the voiceover thing takes a crap, you know. So um, you guys can keep up with them on Facebook, Rock Sugar Band, or... Nobody uh, can keep up with us anyway. Do you want me to stay here? I can do Yoko Ono. Oh, yeah, do it. Do a little Yoko Ono. Go, go! So we're going to do a Rock Sugar song, Unplugged, for you. Thank How do you, you know think of that? Isn't that crazy? Um, but before we do that, since, hang on, since we're not used to doing that, we need to warm up. We need to make sure that our voices are good to sing, right? Uh, do we hear guitars out there? Oh, yeah, and Elliot, remember, if you put reverb on us, I'm going to give you $20, dude. I made him the sound man. Yeah, dude, like Darth if Vader. don't not... put reverb, we're going to come kill you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to warm up. You guys mind if we warm up real quick with something? You'll have to catch me first. Let's try it. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. 
Or was that on tape? Yeah, we sampled that. That wasn't a. <laughs> all right. No, it's funny. People say we sample all our stuff. It's like, yeah, take that, you bastards. Um, all right. So now this is exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to hear a song. Those of you who don't know it, you're going to think it's one song, then you're going to find out it's another song. Bear with us. You're not drunk. It's all going to work out in the end. There we go. And. That's what I said. We're going in. Just to find emotion, hiding 
kicks so much ass, it's amazing you can still sit down, dude. My little sister, Stacey Aswan, let's hear it. Oh, God. I have prepared a little choreography. <laughs> you should hear her do Metallica, it's way better. Sometimes when Chuck's practicing, I'll be like, I'll sing Jesse's part. Yeah! Give me a break, I need it. <laughs> That's the thing, I show up at voiceover sessions sometimes, you guys will love this, and I walk in and they go, Jess, we feel really bad. I go, why is that? They said, you only have three lines. I said, next time, make it one, dude. <laughs> it's the same dough. I'm happy to do one line and go have Chinese food. So you guys, before the Kardashians, I know I always vowed as a host that I would never say the word Kardashian in public. And I, you know I love a good shoe, boot, booty, Whatever. I was offered a free pair of the whatever the younger one's shoe line was and I turned it down. My feet have standards. Anyway, before the Kartrashians took over television, there were the Warners. So, we were way better and had better asses to. So, Wacko, Wacko, we're going to bring out the rest of your family. What do you think? I think that's a fantastic idea. Tress McNeil and Maurice LaMarche are here, right? Come on up here, you guys. Let's hear it for them. So, we have a little bit of a, a, little bit of a situation today. Sadly, Rob Paulson is under the weather. Um, I know, and he, you know Rob Paulson. He would be here limping on his stomach, sliding across the floor if he, if he could. But he yeah. truly isn't isn't well, and he, this is, of all the times we didn't do the face mask, Chuck. Totally. He could have put He could have used our face, face mask. mask. <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. Anyway, he, he said he didn't want to not be here, so he sent this video in this afternoon. He said he went to the drugstore, spiffed himself up a little bit, and he sent this to us. So we're gonna laugh and talk loud enough for him to hear us, and he's here with us in spirit, but this is what he has to say, so take a look. Hey guys, it's Rob Paulson here. Uh, I am so very sorry, but uh, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, I was visiting Tress McNeil at her home. I gave her the most innocent of friendly smooches and hugs and have come down with um, what can only be described as cholera mixed with dengue fever. And, and also a very bad hangnail. Uh, <clears throat> so I pray that none of you uh, have uh, shaken hands with Tress, hugged her, God forbid, kissed her, uh, or you will find yourself <clears throat> in a not too dissimilar uh, circumstance very soon, within 36 to 72 hours, I would suggest. Uh, I gather there are a couple of people there who make their living with their voices, so you people especially don't even get near Tress McNeil. <clears throat> now, on to happier things. Stacy and Chuck, congratulations on your 300th uh, show. That's a really big deal. Not as big a deal as my career-threatening illness, however. So uh, while I'm doing my best to talk about how important your show is, understand that 
I'm now in a position where I won't be able to make a living <laughs> thanks to my friend, Tress McNeil. It's always all about you, isn't it, Tress? All right, I hope you have a great time, Tress, and the rest of you. There is not enough Purell in the world, but you better give it a shot. <clears throat> all right, I love you all. Not you, Tress. Tress, would you like to respond? <laughs> Tress, do you have a rebuttal? Would you like to record this and send it back to him? I'll send it back to you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, in, in Rob's absence, there's something that I know that if he were here, he'd want us to do with him, and even though he's not due, we'll do it for him. Okay, so He'll on the count of three, you ready? One, two, three. Hello, VO Buzz Weekly! <laughs> like riding a bike, man. And if any of you are carrying Purell, just squirt it up to the stage. And I'm sure I'll catch a few drops. Thanks, Tress. Makes a nice flow. I drink that stuff at Comic-Con. I would buy Tress McNeil's germs. Yeah. I would pay top dollar. Well, they just don't happen to be for sale. See me in the lobby uh, Can I just say real quick that Obviously, we, we've had the, the pleasure of having Jesse on a show a few times. Uh, not more I than just Briano, but many times. And, uh, and also Maurice LaMarche. And, but we've never, ever had the opportunity to sit with Tress. Because, because she doesn't normally do these types of... I'm infectious. Exactly. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Tress. Tress. Thank you. Thank you. It is my great honor to be here. I've, uh, I've often been curious about flappers. Yeah. Pass it by. Yeah. Thought, that looks pretty hip. We used to go out to nightclubs. I used to go see Maurice LaMarche. Oh, yeah. Yes. Comedy store. Back when I was funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. wore, a, wore a suit. Well, you're wearing a suit now. Sort yeah. of. Right? So, you guys, when you started Animaniacs, did you have any idea of literally the timeless cultural phenomenon that it would become. From when you think about where it started to where you know, it is now, and still everyone's discovering it. It's multi-generational. What do you, where do you think? We knew, <laughs> so, so <laughs> presciently, right. we were right. prescient. We said, we are about to be part of a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> You knew that. For it was like clue. William Shatner on Star Trek. Yeah. It's like, it was a job. People, get a life. <laughs> I, mean, we, we, I, I know that when, when uh, I first stepped in and did the first, you know, Rob and I did Pinky in the Brain, we, we both looked at each other and went, Yeah! yeah. <laughs> 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 Careful, I'm going to start shouting out hometowns. Okay. <laughs> we went, we just went, boy, those guys were fun. Hope they get to come back again because yeah. they were just throwing every noodle against the refrigerator to see what stuck. We didn't know Pinky and the Brain was going to be a thing, but we just went, that was, gee, this is fun, you know, it's great. And we, we had the, you know, the Tiny Tunes momentum going into it, so I know Stephen yep. could make stuff happen, but right. you can't control what's going to catch on. Yeah, the production team couldn't on. be beat. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we had that for us. And yet yeah. now, kids are watching the show uh, you know, we go to comic cons, and eight-year-olds are coming up to our they tables. They have children. And ask, yes, our our uh, viewers bred. Yes, and but they're watching it on Hulu now, and they come up and go, "Want brain? Want the brain? I want the brain." Uh. It's like you're eight. It was on. It went off the air in 1998. How do you know about the brain? I like when grown men cry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And tremble. You heard. 
were my be- you were my best friend. Yes. Yeah, very sweet. I still am. Be right. Be That's right. right man. That's I the call. best part. When I bowl, my name is Dot. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's spacious. It's, you know, it's, it's purred. So thank you. I bowl better done. as Dot. Yeah, it's obviously feminine. Dumb as fact you that are. no one needed uh, to know. I forget tr- that I'm not alone sometimes. Trust, for those that don't know, what is Dot's full name? Oh, yeah. oh no, I should have practiced. <laughs> Princess Angel. I usually write it out on the tablecloth yeah. when yeah. we're... Oh, oh look, come on. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have known that. You want these? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Princess Angelina, Contessa Luisa, Francesca, Banana, Fanafobesca, the third. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be be mixed up with any of the others. That's right. And it's always followed with a (laughs) tee-hee. It's silly. There were different times. It was the 90s. Yeah. It was an innocent, more innocent time. Well, Jesse, when you auditioned, the story goes that you were put through your paces. For, I, still uh, I believe Tom Ruger said he opened an almanac and just threw out voices and said, Give me your best impression of Elvis. Yeah, that Can you was, tell us about that? Yeah, well, that was just weird because, you know, I mean, first of all, I didn't have any awareness of cartoon voiceover. I mean, because I was always in a band with Chuck. So I never really paid it. I was up too late in the morning to see Saturday morning cartoons. But. But I, I, I lucked into this thing because I f- had fallen into some stuff with Disney and I showed up and, and I, my original audition for Wacko was just a crazy, wacky you know, voice because I thought that's his name. It seems to suit it. But I got a call back and they knew I did a lot of impressions you know, because uh, me and James Arnold Taylor would hang out in parking lots and go, yeah, try this one. Uh, but uh, but they, so they had me do a lot of impressions and no kidding, at first they thought it was going to be Elvis. They were like, we, we kind of want you to do it as Elvis. And I'm like, hello, nurse. That's just weird, man. I, just, I, just, I don't understand that. I mean, it's like, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. It was totally different. So then they said, then Andrea Romano actually was the one. She goes, she goes, yeah, yeah, come on. Andrea said, why don't you try it as the Beatles? And I said, well, which one? Which one? And she goes, well, don't they all sound the same? And I said, oh, no. No, you know, you, know, you, you could think that. And then I, I kind of thought, well, does what everybody do in Burbank sound, like, sound the same? No. So I said, there's four different Beatles. I'll show you. This was the first party trick I ever learned to do. These are the four Beatles. Okay, ready? Because, you know, I'm a big Beatle person anyway. So first of all, there's John, you know, and John's voice was always like through his nose and had a bit of a point to it. So you can hear that if you listen to all it. And then, there's, and then there's Paul, you know, and Paul's voice is more like Pleasant and it's back in the throat. It's great. It's fantastic. You know, it's all that sort of thing. Then there's George and George always spoke very slowly and it was as if he had a cold or something through his nose. And then there's Ringo and Ringo was down here at the bottom, you see. So they're very different, aren't they? <laughs> so, God bless you. Thank you so much. So she goes, she goes, well, why don't you try it like John? So we started doing it like John. I'm saying, this is Wacko, and it's great, and all that sort of thing. But then they showed me a picture of him, and he's this very small little fellow. And I said, well, he can't have a man's voice if he's that little. So I raised his voice up, and I made him like this, and that was the beginning of Wacko. And here we are. And you know what's great about this? There's a lesson in this for all you guys. Seriously, you don't have to be as insane as I am. You only have to be half as insane as I am. <laughs> But what's so cool about it is the f- story that I heard is that when Steven Spielberg was reviewing the final five people for each role, he was listening to the other, th- I think I was number four, and they played the first three guys, and I'm sure they were all fantastic because everybody you know, at, at this level is freaking amazing, and I'm consistently amazed by the people I work with. But he heard me come on, and I said, hello, this is Wacko. And he goes, oh, like one of the Beatles. He goes, yeah, that's funny. Let's get him. Like, for real, man. And from that day on, I thought, I'm just going to do the first stupid thing I thought I could think of. And I've made a ton of money, man. 
That's so great, man. Don't be stupid, you know. The three of you, I mean, along with Rob, of course, who is here in spirit tonight, uh, uh, the three of you have worked together for so long, and you know know each other so well. What what still impresses you about each other? Oh, jeez. Who wants to go first? Oh, you go. Tress McNeil, to me, is the the most right on... Nothing, I, let me just put it this way. Tress, there's nothing Tress McNeil does that isn't freaking hilarious. Yeah. She's, she has the best instincts of any actor, male or female. I don't care about those act, you know, terms. The best comedy instincts of Except any live performance. voice actor. Not live performance. No, in the studio. Jess Harnell's incredible energy and incredible ear and ultra positivity he just mm-hmm. brings he just brings a room and fills it with it comes in a room fills a room with love and rob paulson my my dear partner in in uh, world domination yes indeed, my friends. the purest spirit the smartest guy the, the one that's the genius i'm the one that's insane in in the real life uh, you know, I just I'm I'm so impressed with him, and, and the most courageous. I mean, his his mm-hmm. his uh, winning battle against cancer. Uh, I I watched him go through it, uh, and you know, and and uh, not a moment was was he not was 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 he self pitying? He was courageous. He kept his humor all through it. I'm doing Trump hands, and I don't know why. Um, Put Purell on it. The best. And, uh, yeah, so I love these people. And, um, Mm. gosh, I hope we get to do something again together soon. Yes. That'd be wicked cool. Tress? Ah. Your boys. These are your boys. Yeah, these are my boys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm most comfortable around them. Oh, yeah. These are my boys, Jerry. Oh, oh, what do I admire about them? You gotta say something nice. Oh, I have to say something nice. It's your turn. Dig. It's dig. Well, everybody knows how wonderful these guys are. And, you know, I've always been uh, spoiled and incredibly blessed. Uh, I, you know, worked very hard in the beginning of my career. And and, uh, it's made it so much better and so much easier to to be with the professionals uh, that I am with, and uh, not, no prepositional endings, sorry, <laughs> I beg your pardon. But, um, Churchill's rolling over yes, in his grave. Yes, I know, well. Um, so, <laughs> something about Mo, something about, yeah, well, Mo, Mo, oh, you had the biggest crush on him, I was talking about the comedy store, and he does best impressions, and just so gorgeous. And uh, back then, no, 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 you're still yeah. very oh, sexy, Mo. Yeah, look at you. And yeah, you put that spotlight and, on uh, you. Oh. oh my god, well, you know, uh, I, I quote him, don't tell him, okay. I steal so much material from Mo. So, what he thinks, he that's thinks I'm he thinks funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. He, that's why he thinks I'm funny, it's because he, he, rec- he recognizes the material. So yeah, yeah, I just work, sh- I just work shopping, nice, and uh. And the first time I met uh, uh, Jess, well, I, I thought um, he was out of his mind. Um, uh, it was, uh, you were doing uh, Roger Rabbit. Yes, I was. Yeah, you yes. were doing Roger Rabbit, yes. and I was there doing the voice of some Disney character, um, which I do many. And, um, uh, and uh, uh, Rick Dempsey uh, brought you in, and he was a new kid on the block. I'd never seen him before, and I'd never seen anyone like him because, you know, <laughs> We all look alike, really, voice actors. And um, we did at the time. It was the 50s, really. So, uh, 
you know, uh, or I was in my 50s anyway. So, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, one word out of him and his energy and his spirit and always, always in a good mood. And, you know, some people might find that obnoxious and untrue, but it is never untrue that Jess is a happy person mm -hmm. and always makes you feel good. And uh, he ain't lying to you. True that. He ain't True lying. Story. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Jesse. For me, I can, I can sum it up very quickly. Mo was my impression hero because uh, as soon as I showed up on the scene, like Tress said, I was the new guy. And I used to literally just watch and listen to him and learn from him, which I suggest all you guys who are starting out or even, mm -hmm. you know, if you have heroes, listen to those guys and steal their stuff because that's how you totally. get good, for real. Yes. Um, so Mo is still Borrow. my impression hero. Uh, him and James Arnold Taylor are my, my impression heroes. And uh, Tress is probably the smartest person that I've ever known yes, in my right. life, period. <laughs> cool. um, you know what? I fooled just, another one. We, 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 you know, we, we go out. <laughs> when we're out on the road doing the Comic-Con thing and stuff, we just hang and we talk for hours. They're some of my favorite conversations I've ever had with anybody. And as far as Rob... And he takes notes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, like Rayman, I'm like, yeah, Trust definitely said, yeah, Dan, definitely. Uh, um, and, 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 uh, and Rob, Rob was... I was so blessed to come across Rob Paulson because basically, while Mo was like my impression hero, Rob was like the guy that I watched and thought, this guy is playing this game so right. Not that he's not insincere, because he's not. He's just, he takes the time to remember pe people's names, and he's nice to everybody. He's not just nice to the people who can give him money or give him something. He's nice to everybody. No, he's really nice to those people. Yeah, he's, he's nicer <laughs> to those people. Let's face it. Super but nice. he's just, he's a kind person. He's a good person. And I literally used to sit there and watch him and go, that's the way to do it. And, and yeah. so to this day, I thank him, because whatever good stuff I got from, you know, out of this, I got it from him pretty much. So there you go. Beautiful. You guys, we're gonna have a little, um, a little fun if you're, if you're game. We're not gonna make you sing did. or anything. Uh, but we have some. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Peru, something Brazil, Peru. We have a video. No, just kidding. Um, so we're gonna do a little lightning round. First thing that comes to your mind, Tress's eyes got big. Tress, if you wanna just go we're gonna pass, go, you can pass. We're gonna go boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Oh, I've been trapped okay. before. So Mo gets two in a row. I'm not gonna fall for this. Exactly. Two in a row what? Well, lightning round. Go, lightning dude. Lightning round of what? Who cares? Lightning That's round of questions, Mo, as fast as you can, okay? Questions. It when it gets to you, dialogue. you're going to get the next one, then it, it goes back this way. You so owe me. Go, dude. Hey, you know what will help us is if you say the name of the person it's for before so that way we won't all Okay. Okay. Do you want to all answer each question or just... No, just no. go one at a time. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Same question for everybody. Same question for everybody. Okay, go. I'm curious to know how each of you would answer. Okay. And if you want to pass and be a buzzkill, then just boom. No, man. If Stacy points at you, or I point at you, the question is for you, and you yell it out as whatever you think. Yes. That's a great necklace, by the way. Yeah. If I don't have one like it, I have to get one. Someone should walk you to your car. He's not kidding. I'm serious. Keep your eye on that, Missy. Staple it to your car. He'll talk you out of that. Let's go. All right, this Let's is kind of perfect things. for you, Jesse. Ready? Okay. Sweet. What song is the anthem of your life? Uh, put on a happy face. Boom. Oh. Okay. Do you have one, Tress? Uh, living for the love of you, the Isley Brothers. I know mm. that Jim likes that, and Mikey and I love that. Yeah. My fiance, Mike. Mikey! Good man. 
The man who tamed Tress McNeil. Ow! <laughs> Mo, do you have a... United States, Canada, Mexico, Canada. <laughs> Idiot and something Peru. What surprises you most about where you ended up in life, Mo? The fact that I'm still friggin' here at 300 pounds and uh, 20 years of cigar smoking. So, oh, yeah. Tress. I don't have to get up early in the morning. That is so key. <laughs> Jesse, all my guidance counselors told me I was gonna end up in prison, so I'm really happy I'm not, yes. dude. Because you know what? Strict. Your biggest nightmare would have to be the, to wear the same thing every day. Totally. That and the haircut. Don't get me started, man. What is the oddest non-voiceover job you've ever had? Who? Who starts? You. Oh, I haven't had any other jobs, man. No, I mean, uh, you know, every day is an odd job. I mean, the other day was it a, it's, it's a voiceover thing, but I really haven't worked with anything but my voice since I was a kid because I started as a studio singer. But like the other day, there was me and four other guys, and they go, okay, guys, give us a sound like Rampaging Wilderbeast. And we all went, okay. And they rolled, and we just did it. And afterwards, I looked at each other and went, how do we know what to do? <laughs> so that's weird. Nice. Are you talking about voices? An odd, no, the oddest job that was non-voiceover if you did have employment, but you worked oh. from the womb. Perhaps. Well, I don't know if it was odd, but it was kind of off model for me for what my life has become. Yeah. And but I started as a, an insurance underwriter. Wow. Nice. I was wow. a trainee. I didn't quite make it. Okay. But, uh, Mo? I was uh, I was a bakery cleanup boy. Oh. And then I became a haberdasher. A haberdasher. Those are my first You're two the jobs. You were I was 20, I did both those jobs. Nice. Okay, Mo's going to start this one. What parts of you fight with each other? What? <laughs> what parts of you? Oh. What parts of me fight each other? My, I, my, <clears throat> How revealing do I want to be on this? Uh, I think we know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah. Um, my, my, well, my left brain is still in the shrink wrap. I mean, I, so the urge, to, the, the urge to, uh, to not, the urge to not OCD about stuff. That's probably it. You know, the, the yeah. left brain and right brain. Yeah. Uh, you Beautiful. Know, and just not to, my, my uh, it's doing it right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the, the caudate nucleus just fights walk with away. everything. Don't make eye contact. You do. Yes, my friend. Oh my it's not even in the song. <laughs> Neocortex, frontal lobe, brainstem, brainstem, hippocampus, neural node, right hemisphere, cerebellum left, cerebellum right, synapse, hypothalamus, striatum, dent right. Trust, what parts of you fight with each other? What parts of you fight with each other? Oh, I wish I didn't care what people thought about me. But I do so care. I love every single person, but I talk some trash, and then I have to rethink everything. <laughs> so you know, I, uh, you know, I have evil thoughts, but I, I am, I am a very good person. You are. Yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah. That's why I'm you want to spread progress. your germs with everyone. That's why Jessie? you spread disease. Yeah, yeah, as far yeah as, I like to share. As germs. far as what parts of me fight with each other, I'm doing pretty good these days. Back in the day, it was my naughty parts would fight with my head all the time, and I'd be like, so what? She's a stripper ex-convict with a meth problem. She's really hot. I might as well date her. Your honesty is refreshing. No, I'm doing way better. I'm just being straight up, man. I can't lie, you know? You asked me the question. If you, Mo, if you could learn a new skill instantly, what would it be? I would want to know Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, good. Good, Tress. Tress. Oh, wow. 
I've always wanted to do a cartwheel. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Stacy can teach you. I can teach yeah. you. In yeah, in a dress. At a wedding. That's a very dot thing to do. Yeah. Naughty little. If you could learn a skill instantly, what would it be? Well, I have a very limited skill set, but I, I think right now it would be cooking because I've been on this really hardcore diet and all I think about is food right now, so I would be cooking. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Microwaving. Yeah. Jesse, yeah. first celebrity crush. Celebrity crush? First, your first one. Chuck Duran. Oh. oh. That's adorable. Why can't I quiz you, Chuck? No, honestly, you know what? That's an actually a really interesting story. My first celebrity crush in a, in a totally hetero way was David Cassidy because I was a little kid and David Cassidy showed up and he was honestly the first singing impression I ever learned to do, you guys, because you know I do a lot of singing. In Rock Sugar, I do a lot of singing impressions. But, really? Yeah, how about that? But, but I, I was in summer camp and I was like six and I realized that when I went, this morning I woke up with this feeling. Girl, girls would pay attention to me and I went, ah. So, yeah. Trust for celebrity crush. You know, I like the uh, Disney stars, um, the, the live action uh, uh, Disney stars. But this was this was way before. It was the beginning of television, really. Um, but uh, there was one character girl named uh, Andy Hardy, and he was a farmer. Oh. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, El Fago Baja. Mm. El Fago Baja. Ooh. I liked him very much. Go, girl. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wore a black hat, but he was a good guy. <laughs> Joey Heatherton? Elizabeth Montgomery. <gasps> so much Good so, taste. So much so that I learned to do this. <laughs> That'll get her for sure. Mo, you consistently impress me. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Hidden talent. Hidden talent theater. Okay, a couple more. Uh, what's your favorite word, Jesse? Favorite word? We're going fast now. Love is all you need. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite word? Fetid. Fetid. <laughs> I don't know why. It just sounds so sagacious and lugubrious. So. If I may quote the very wise Bill Murray, Mother Puss Bucket. <laughs> that says so much. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite food you could eat every day. Oh, Sorry, geez. Jess. Anything. Do I get a pass from the from the from the weight gods that I could yes. eat it and still lose weight? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Right. Um, is it on me now or? No, sure. Go to the fat guy. Great. Yeah. Thanks. You're on the end. Uh, pizza. I mean, yeah. I fucking oh, yeah. eat pizza every pizza day. Pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah, pizza. Jesse. With, with invulnerability. I enjoy a good corn dog. Yeah. No, for me, it's the house special lobster at Hapu on Sepulveda and oh. Olympic, and I can't wait to go there, dude. <laughs> Do you think it's wrong for vegetarians to eat animal crackers? Those hypocrites! That... It's a symbolic gesture. That's rhetorical. That's rhetorical. Yeah, but if you're going to follow the rule, you've got to um, follow the whole rule. What, what noise do you hate, Jesse? We lost your check. Dress? Oh. Mm. Please take the ticket. <laughs> no. I am. Uh, I hate open-mouthed chewing. Yeah. Oh, me too. Anything that us. involves lip-smacking or... Yeah. Getting things out from teeth. Um, 
Yeah, Good anything that, anything with the mouth. I just I just believe people should clamp it down. Uh, say something that you like in a foreign language. Or anything in a or foreign anything. language. Foreign or made up language. Here's 30 slices of Dutch cheese in French. Ton tranche de fromage de lin. Dutch cheese. Yeah. I, I got to step up in tribute to my buddy Carlos Salazraki and go, Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> Very good. Something I like in a foreign language. Like yeah. anything, no, no, just anything, a phrase. A, anything you like in a foreign language. In a foreign language. I thought you guys were supposed to be I'm really good up. at taking direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not trusting you. I did not spend 15 years in the groundlings honing my improv skills. I just, Stealing I from know, the best. What do I like? In a foreign, I don't speak anything. Okay, I, good. Give us a little bit of your Peter Falk. There we go. Peter oh. Falk. Oh, What's that have to do with? Uh, because it's the best uh, anybody ever. Watch his face. Watch his face. Watch his face. Watch his face. <laughs> so Wesley told Princess Buttercup, "As you wish," and that was his way of saying he loved her. Took me a second to find his hand because this renders me friggin' blind. Okay. Uh, very last one. What is your favorite quote? Oh. Jesse? Uh, be kind to everybody because you never know who you're being kind to. Mm. Tress? Oh, let me think on that one, Pass. Oh, it can be a trash oh. talk one, Tress, if you want. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I like a good quote. Mm. Oh. Mm. Tress? Mo? Mo, Tress. I'll just pull one out of my out of out of my yeah, out of, out of somewhere. One of the signs of an impending nervous breakdown is the illusion that one's work is terribly important. Bucks, <laughs> Buckminster Fuller. Yes. Uh, oh. And ending a sentence with a proposition is something up with which I will not put. Thank Winston you. Churchill. Thank you. Yeah, yes, I like those. I just want to take a second to you guys and tell you, you know, from my heart that, you know, these two people are very dear to me. And a few years ago, they started this project. And what's so awesome about it is every time we go on the road, the question I get asked the most from people who wait in these ungodly long lines to say hi is how can I get into voiceover? How can I get into voiceover? And I'm so proud to tell them that there's a resource where you can learn from the best people that ever did this for free. And all you need to do is take the time to use it. So I really want to acknowledge them for doing what they've done. And you guys, let's hear it one more time for all of our guests tonight. Jess Harnell, Tress McNeil, Maurice LaMarche, Carlos Elizraki, Vanessa Marshall, James Arnold Taylor, Jim Cummings, Mickey Caputo, Rock Sugar. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good, good afternoon. To the next 300. Let's say goodbye to the Animaniacs, ladies Bye -bye. and gentlemen. And Rob Paulson. You're with us, Rob. Thank you, Rob. We said the hardest part of this show is going to be once they say, you guys, you have a hard out, is to get all of us out of this room. But there is a 7 o'clock show. But really quickly, Chuck and I just want to say that it's just an honor to be a part of this industry and to um, bring our passion for what we do behind the mic, behind the camera, as a producer, director, you're my favorite, by the way, um, to you and to share this with you. And it's, you know, we like to dream big. We like to encourage you to do the same and to choose kindness whenever you have a choice and you always have a choice. So thank you to all of our guests tonight, to our guests that have all helped us to get to this 300 milestone. 
our viewers around the world, our loving friends and family, um, and you, my friends. You're the one. Thank you all for coming. We truly love you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so very much. Uh, Stacy. you really got me there a little bit. Um, I just want to say one thing. First of all, thank you, all of you, for being here tonight. You didn't have to, and you were here because you wanted to, and we really appreciate that. We love all of you and everything that you bring to this community. Your hearts are, there's nothing like you guys. You guys are the best of the best. And I have to say something. My life is perfect, and it's perfect because of her. Good night. Listen to VO Buzz Weekly, watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.